Transforming care through genomic medicine, personalized therapeutics, health services and outcomes research, and innovations in healthcare delivery. We're Children's Mercy Kansas City, presenting our audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Welcome to Transformational Pediatrics. I'm Dr. Mike Smith, and our topic is Image Gently Reducing Radiation Exposure in Children. My guest is Dr. Doug Rivard. He's the chairman of the Department of Radiology and an associate professor of radiology at the University of Missouri, Kansas City. Dr. Rivard, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Smith. Let's just start off with a, with a, a straightforward, simple question. Why are kids more radio-sensitive than adults? Sure. So we know that ionizing radiation of any form, which occurs in many settings, but in the medical world, mostly in CT and in X-ray, that is a that is a component that damages DNA at the molecular level. And we know that children's DNA is much more sensitive and that also they have a longer lifespan in which to manifest any injuries to that DNA that could occur. And, and what about the fact that, you know, as a child, so here you have a child who may be, you know, for, for a variety of reasons might undergo, you know, a significant number of CT scans, chest x-rays, you know, whatever it is. Aren't we worried about the accumulation of that exposure over time, too? So if a kid's getting a lot of exposure young, are we a little bit more worried what might happen to them, to their DNA, as they're older? You're absolutely correct. So one of the things that we do know, in addition to the, the fact that children are more sensitive, um, is that exactly as you stated, it can be a cumulative effect. Um, so what we try to do is minimize or use alternative modalities. Um, and also, all these things have to be weighed in the context of risk and benefit. So... For example, if we've got a kid that um, needs to be imaged for appendicitis, um, historically we would be entertaining CT or CAT scan as a modality to, to image that. Now um, most contemporary practices utilize MRI or ultrasound, which don't have any radiation, and still provide the same diagnostic ability to, to make a finding. Yeah, so that's, that's obviously a change even happened at the resident level, right? I know, I know when I was going through radiology residency, you know, appendicitis, we were thinking CT scan, right? So that's a change even at the, at the education level for, for young doctors. Let's talk about the research you did specifically, because I found this sure. interesting. This was pub- published in the Journal of Pediatric Surgery. You showed that Children's Mercy, you know, used, what was it, like 80% less radiation than a, than a community imaging center, Tell us a little bit about that study, and, and what do you think are some of the reasons that, a, that, a, that the community center is using more radiation? Absolutely. So we, we uh, partnered with our pediatric surgeons, and, and we have a ton of kids that transfer into our facility from our surrounding metro area um, for appendicitis. It's a very common problem in pediatrics and, and in adults, for that matter. And what we did is we took all, historically, retrospectively, all the kids that came in from outside hospitals and got the dose information off of those CAT scans compared to the CAT scans that we did in our own facility and age-matched controls and matched those up and discerned that the techniques and protocols that we were employing at our facility actually resulted in a pretty significant lower radiation dose. Um, And as we discussed, we feel like that's important for multiple reasons. And and the factors that we think contribute most are um, awareness and familiarity with imaging children. So a lot of the facilities in our metro area... um, image children only because they have to, whereas that's exclusively what we do at our facility and also at other children's hospitals across the United States. Um, Additionally, we've made significant investments in our equipment, and um, 
that that are available to reduce the dose with some of the things that the equipment has on it uh, that that is very sophisticated. And then lastly, the fact that you've got a pediatric radiologist who is much more in tune, I would say, and experienced with reading images that are acquired at a lower dose because there is some some difference in image quality that can uh, require a little bit of finesse. And, and that, that kind of was, was shown in the study as well, because not only were they using more radiation, did I guess they didn't actually diagnose the appendicitis as well as, you know, the, the, the dedicated pediatric center. Is that correct? You're absolutely right. And I think one distinction I would like to make is that since we do, at our facility, only do children, um, I would probably be just as uncomfortable reading some adult imaging. So not to say that those folks don't know what they're doing, but... It's just a matter of more niche and sure. frequent uh, practice in that area and that, that, that helped us with that. A- absolutely. You know, as I, I mentioned before, Dr. Rivard, I, I, myself, I, I did some radiology residency. I ended up not liking radiology and going into okay. internal medicine, but um, I did some, some pediatric uh, radiology, and it was tough. It was, it, was just, it was like a totally different field, to, to be honest with you. So I, so I appreciate your, your points there. there now, there is, um, there is something called the National... Image Gently Guidelines, correct? What, what are those? Sure, you bet. So that's, a, that's uh, as an organization um, that is primarily composed and, and was kind of started by several uh, prominent pediatric radiologists in North America. And it's basically devoted to um, advancing the lowest possible dose in any kind of imaging study that we can use. And if possible, use a, non, a, a modality that doesn't use radiation like we talked about with ultrasound or MRI. And again, it's, it's the, something that the pediatric community is pretty aware of, and we've all been doing this uh, very aggressively as that research outlines, and that's not probably unique just to us. I would imagine all the other facilities are doing that as well. But what we want to do is get that out to the other places. We know that the majority of children are not imaged at a children's facility, and we want to try to educate all the other folks in the communities and other parts of the country that that could optimize and do a a better job with their own techniques. Um, And it's designed to be very basic. I mean, really, um, you know, we've got some advanced uh, faculty we employ, including a physicist that helps us very extensively with our protocols, but some of these things are very basic um, and can be applied even by the community providers, uh, even if they're not doing pediatrics routinely. So is there a a website or a, you know, obviously Children's Mercy would be a good resource maybe to call up to get these guidelines, but is there a, a way that some of these community centers these imaging centers can can uh, can get on online and download these guidelines and start putting them into practice. Absolutely. So the website is called imagegently.org, and it's got it's it's got a little uh, various areas in there. So some of them are for for radiologists, some are for referring physicians. It's got information for families. Um, one of the things that this opens up these discussions is, and we have these more increasingly is discussions with families that are very keenly aware of radiation and have a lot of questions. And the topic, uh, as you know, can be can be a little confusing. Um, there's a lot of alarm that is generated by it, um, and, and uh, that's a great website to start with. You know, so let me ask you this. So, you know, obviously, in some cases, a child really has no choice but to get imaged in a community imaging center. Maybe the pediatric hospital is just not close enough, whatever. But if it is feasible are you do you suggest that if a child needs um, a procedure 
using any form of ionized radiation that they, they actually tried the, their best to get to a, a dedicated center like Children's Mercy? I think in the setting of CT and MRI and ultrasound, the more typically more advanced modalities, no question. Um, knowing that most of these kids are not going to require that, but the vast majority of children are imaged for pneumonia and minor fractures and things. And luckily those are lower dose type studies, so they're not as much uh, potential to have an impact with the, with the technique. Uh, but yes, for some of those higher things, I personally would. And again, that um, is probably a little self-serving, but just again, we were really surprised to see when those numbers came to pass with that research, how much difference there really is in some of the more advanced modalities. Yeah, and, and I think I think because of that research, right, that published research, Dr. Rivard, I, I, I think that's a legitimate point that, you know, for those more advanced type uh, uh, procedures, that, that going to a dedicated pediatric hospital is, is probably the best choice. And not only that, though, so not only do you have the, the, the you know, radiologists that are more trained in, in pediatric uh, radiology, you also have, like you mentioned, a medical physicist on staff. And I also found at Children's Mercy you have child life specialists. What, who are they and how important are they to what you do every day? Sure. They're an integral part of, of the hospital and, and specifically in radiology or a lot of the procedural areas. And basically what they do, they, they have um, training in basically helping distract these kids while we're trying to obtain images. And, and what that does is allow us to many times get the images we need on one shot. Where Historically, we would have to say, you know what, that child didn't hold still. We have to retake the images and thus increasing yeah. the dose. So they're an integral part of our team, and in fact, in radiology, they're embedded at, in our department every day and work side-by-side side with the radiologists and the, and the techs. I think that's a great point, Dr. Rivard, that, you know, obviously a major issue with kids is they're kids, right? <laughs> rightly so. Right. They're squirmy, you know, and, and to have to rescan, that's just unnecessary. Well, if you have to rescan, you have to rescan, but it really, if you can... Uh, uh, you know, decrease the number of rescans, that's going to help out significantly. And I think that's a great point for having these child life specialists. Dr. Rivard, I want to thank you for coming on. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with the doctors from Children's Mercy, Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Mike. Have a great day.